from the Financial Times in London, I'm Chris Nuttall and this is FT News. Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg is embarking on a tour of the US following Donald Trump's election as president. He told his readers on Facebook, we are at a turning point in history and spoke of the need to find a way to change the game so that it works for everyone. To discuss this tour and how other tech leaders are reacting to the Trump victory, I'm joined by our San Francisco correspondent, Hannah Kushler. Hi, Hannah. Can you start by telling me a little bit more about this tour? Where exactly is he going to go? What is he going to do? And what does he hope to achieve? Mark Zuckerberg has set himself a personal challenge, as he does every year. But previously, they've been things about learning languages or reading books and, you know, very ambitious versions of the New Year's resolutions that we all make. But this year, it took more of a sort of political tinge when he said that he was going to try and visit and spend time with people in every one of the 50-odd states. And he's going to do that over the year. And he made it very clear that this was about trying to understand their lives a little bit more. And that in the wake, he didn't actually say of the Trump election, he was subtle in that respect, but he said of a tumultuous year. He wanted to understand how people may have not always benefited from technology and globalisation and that there are still challenges and to think a bit more about how we overcome those. I guess people are always trying to figure out the kind of person Mark Zuckerberg is. He's leader of this huge social network. Does this mean that he's becoming overtly political? What are his motivations here, do you feel? Mark Zuckerberg never came out in favour of Hillary Clinton. I think people presume that he is a Democrat, as are most people in Silicon Valley. You know, he certainly espouses very liberal values, especially about things like diversity and connecting the world. And he made a speech last April, which was probably the closest he got to outright criticising Donald Trump, where he talked about how people shouldn't be building walls. He did it in the context of his you know, mission for Facebook, which is connecting everyone in the world. But it was also pretty clear at the time, especially given quite how much rhetoric there was around building a wall on the border of Mexico, that it was a criticism of Donald Trump. I think that really he's very earnest. He's very driven. He's not party political in the sense that I don't think that, you know, he particularly wants to be part of that machine. But he believes, like lots of people do in Silicon Valley, that individuals can make a huge difference if they put their mind to it and, you know, come up with clever technical solutions. He hasn't said explicitly he's going to try and create a product that solves the divide in America. But, you know, he does want to try and sort of understand it in the way that an engineer goes and tries to understand another problem, I think. So there'll be a lot of talking and learning, I guess, in this tour then? Yeah, I think there's a temptation, certainly when I first saw it, to think that he might be getting on a battleground bus and, you know, going around just like a politician. But actually, he said that some of these will be just road trips with his wife and very low key. Some will be visits to other Facebook offices. Some will be visiting teachers and scientists. Last year, he started his foundation, the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative, with his wife, which has very ambitious aims and will be funded by 99% of his Facebook shares. And so he is already engaged in the world in a significant way outside Facebook. And of course, Facebook came under fire during the election for doing too little to stop the spread of fake news stories, such as that report that the Pope had endorsed Mr. Trump, for example. How has Facebook been reacting to this kind of criticism? 
When he announced his tour, he didn't mention that at all, which I guess isn't surprising. But you can't help but feel that that may have influenced his decision in some ways, that he clearly has believed that Facebook has been a unrivaled force for good and that now he's potentially seeing that there have been problems and that, you know, it reflects and can add to some of the social problems we have. The reaction to the issue of fake news was... I hesitate to say somewhat slow because, of course, with our news cycle moving so fast, I think they did react within a few days. But first, a couple of days after the election, when Zuckerberg was asked about it, he was like, I think it's pretty crazy, was his actual words, that people could think that the election of Donald Trump came from fake news on Facebook. And quite quickly, he had to end up sort of rolling back from that and taking the criticism more seriously Facebook's still very insistent that it's a tech company, not a media company, that it's not in the business of making editorial decisions. But they have already rolled out some product changes, some tests in ways of flagging news, which fact checkers, independent fact checkers, see as fake, making it harder for people to share that news. Because what we saw was that the top five news stories that spread on Facebook about the election were fake. And they had a much greater reach than any real news story. Silicon Valley and Facebook in particular are obviously asking questions of themselves in this so-called post-truth world and obviously also looking at their position in a Trump world that's coming up now. What's your sense of Silicon Valley's tech leaders and their thinking at the moment? Well, I think in Silicon Valley, there's always a conflict between the kind of idealism of changing the world and, you know, going to space if you're Elon Musk and seeing robots as a good thing and the kind of fact that they are big business leaders and big business leaders have to be practical. They have to deal with the government of the day. And so while we saw a lot of shock after the election because the majority of Silicon Valley is very liberal, it was only Peter Thiel, the venture capitalist who's actually a Facebook board member, who was clearly for Trump. Now we're seeing a lot more accommodating behaviour, shall we say. They went to a big meeting last month with Trump. Lots and lots of tech leaders, people talked about business issues, immigration, tax, trade. And Trump said that he really wanted to support innovation. And I think that they realised they're going to have to work with him. And now we've even seen that Elon Musk, the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX, and Travis Kalanick, the CEO of Uber, have signed on as advisors. So we're starting to see them becoming closer and dealing with the Trump administration. Well, we'll have to see how that turns out then, the inauguration coming up this month. Thank you very much, Hannah Kushler in San Francisco. Thank you.